You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John South Sports Guy Hickman on this fabulous Friday where we are getting an opportunity to a little bit uh, expand on what we're looking for with this training camp that kicks off July 15th. The, the NFL did expand the uh, virtual off-season, so to say, until June 26th, which happens to be my birthday. So if you guys want to, you know, reach in your pockets and give me a little birthday gift, I will not deny it. But the NFL is not denying the Houston Texans nor any other team the opportunity to continue to learn what they can virtually while COVID-19 is going on. And, Cody, you know, I got I to gotta say something really quick when I think about the possibilities of this offense, of this offense, of this defense, in this entire offseason and what can lead into the 2021 season, I I, I want to say a couple things, right? Number one, when we look at our AFC South division, the Tennessee Titans are the biggest threat, and I think they are the only threat in the AFC South period right now to dethrone the Houston Texans from being the division champs. That's number one. Number two, I think Anthony Weaver Along with Tim Kelly, I'm going to pair them up on two. I'm not going to break them down to two and three, but together, going into full-time or new roles, the training camp that kicks off in mid-July would be very important. This would be the most important preseason game, as I said yesterday, that we've had on Wednesday, rather, that we've had in a very long time. And lastly, I think just getting everybody on one accord because there hasn't been any field time collectively. Of course, we know Deshaun Watson has been thrown to his receivers. The new guys, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cobb, making sure that, you know, connection between Kiki QT, Jordan Atkins, and Kenny Seals is there. And really, you know, we're fully getting some work as well as he's bouncing back. Uh, Titus Howard coming back from his injury that he suffered during his rookie year. You know, Larry Tunsil coming back for his first full offseason. And, you know, it's really not even still a full offseason, but he'll come in a little bit better and more prepared and equipped with the knowledge than he did last year as he was traded for uh, right before week one of the NFL season. So with offseason coming to an end in 15 days, training camp being announced, the Houston Texans being able to get back and kicked off things at the Methodist Stadium Center over off of uh, Kirby next to NRG, the Houston Texans have a lot to prove this year. Are they able to be the AFC South champs? With losing DeAndre Hopkins and all of the moves that are made this offseason, will they be able to even make the wild card? What will these newcomers at their coaching positions do? With Tim Kelly, full-time play caller, Anthony Weaver, full-time play caller, and lastly, the new guys that are here, the new faces and new places, what will they do? And I think it's very interesting to see and how it'll play out. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and the most important thing I'm looking for, not to kind of keep going, but I'm looking for, we pass up on Eric Benemy, uh, uh, Benemy, I'm sorry. We, we kept 
Tim Kelly, and I am looking to see what he's going to be able to bring consistently for this offense. With everything that has transpired with bringing in and leaving, Tim Kelly has to do a very phenomenal job of analyzing who he has, which I think he's had considering what we've heard, and putting them all in the best position, whether it's receivers playing with Deshaun Watson, running backs and scheming them perfectly to know when and when not. Uh, along with blocking designs, you know, Mike Devlin will have his hands full because he will now have a star-studded left tackle who I think will have an all-pro year and then the Pro Bowl year on his side for an offseason, at least at a kickoff in July. Uh, you bring your rookies back from last year. You have two second-year linemen, and then you also have some veterans on that line. I, I, we, we keep saying this, and it's only because it needs to be said this team can really be, on at least on offense, really good, really damn good. I mean, around 27 points per game. Or this team can be a fail. This, everything that happened this offseason can be one big fail. If you have been keeping up with this podcast over the past couple of months, you should be familiar that John and myself, we had talked about time and time again of how great this Texan team is going to be in the year 2020, despite the fact that they've lost DeAndre Hopkins. But hypothetically speaking, please, I'm, I'm going to put this out here. Hypothetically speaking, if the Texans fall short of expectations and not only do they fail to make the playoffs, but let's say they have such a bad season to the point we look up and see that they have fallen to 4-12. and 12. If that were to happen, do you believe that next offseason will be the year that we see the Texans blow up this roster and start fresh and rebuild? And I only say that because if they were to be that bad, 4-12, and 12, it would be a great opportunity for this team to hit the reset button. You will no longer have Will Fuller on the books. Depending on when or if he's able to get his contract extension this offseason, Deshaun Watson will be off the book. You still have tradable assets in J.J. Watt, Randall Cobb, Bernardrick McKinney. And you also got to take into consideration that this team does not have their first-round draft pick in the year 2021. Now, do they have the assets in order to trade back into the first-round pick? I would want to say yes, but, I mean, if you didn't get a first-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, what makes you think you're going to get a first-round pick for Agent J.J. Watt? With all that being said, I'm under the pressure of if the Texans have an awful 2020 season, hit the reset button and start fresh. I mean, here's the only thing about starting fresh, right? You you won't do that unless you don't get Deshaun Watson signed, and he would have to agree to a, a contract extension, which we would we think is going to happen this season. Well, uh, way that, before next season gets here. And this is why I did not want to talk about the possibility of the Texans rebuilding. I do not want to turn this conversation into a Deshaun Watson is leaving or Deshaun Watson is unhappy. That's not what I'm trying to say. If you look at this team and with the expectation that they are going into the season with and they fall dramatically short, let's say that they not only go 4-12, and 12, let's say it gets even worse and they go 2-14. Two and, two and 14. Hitting the reset button will be the best option. Now, the Deshaun Watson factor get a little tricky because – 
Reports say that him and the Texans are on track to sign a contract this offseason. But at the same time, you also got to take into consideration it might be best for the Texans to wait and see what this new salary cap is going to produce before they give Deshaun Watson this big contract. Because due to the coronavirus and the money that they might lose, now, I don't want to sit here and say that you're overpaying Watson because that man is so talented. Whatever amount of money he gets, he damn sure deserve it. But at the same time, I don't want to see the Texans in a situation where they hand Watson a big bag. Then over the next two to three seasons, they are unable to bring in any kind of help for him because the salary cap dropped due to the coronavirus. And you have a guy in Watson who's eating up 75 to 80 percent of your salary cap. The best thing about the Texans' interest, let's get this straight, is keeping him. You don't want that type of talent being yes, in your city definitely. for four to five years. Wait, wait, wait. You don't want that type of talent being in your city for four to five years. Not, and we, on record, we know this. The talent that he's had, that he has, has been held back by the inability of the Texans' consistency with coaching. You know, we, we understand that, and by the time he arrived, your defense, your all-world defense that you have for about three to four years is breaking down. You don't get J.J. Watt. And if he leaves, then now you're back in the same position where you're overpaying tremendously for Brock Oswald. Or you're bringing in somebody as a rookie or second or third-year player, a veteran who just wants to get a shot to play football, and your team stinks again. The best interest for this team is making sure you sign Deshaun Watson. Now, if he, if he, if you do not do that because that's not the best interest for Watson, See, it really, it really changes. If it's not the best interest for Watson, right, and he leaves, then, yeah, you start over. There's no reason for you to not to start over. And I think with the current roster you have, you have two uh, potentially, you know, one is a potential pro bowler. I think you have two potential pro bowl rookies that are coming in this year with Grenard and, Black, and Blacklock, you know, or two guys that can give you great years, great careers. You have them on rookie deals. Your roster on offense, you have Randall Cobb, Kenny Stills, Kiki QT, Will Fuller, you know, Ronnie Brandon Cooks, David Justin. You can do a lot with that offense. It's really not going to cost you that much money. So rebuilding while trying to find your quarterback and you're playing with a filler quarterback, it's not going to be all right. It's not going to be that bad. It's going to be all right if you're playing with a bridge quarterback. That's only – that is only if Deshaun decides to walk. If he is here and invested, you keep him. He is the type of player that you can build around. He is the type of player that can win with what he has. I understand that. But once again, if this team goes 4-12, and 12, and let's say, for example, they didn't get, a, get an opportunity to sign Deshaun Watson this offseason, you, do you think Deshaun Watson is want to, want to go through another year of a team that has just come off a record of 4-12? and 12? I, I, I don't see a situation where... Watson would be too happy right there. You already took away one of my best targets who happens to be one of my best friends. I'm stuck with a receiver who cannot play more than six games. And you know, if we're talking about Will Fuller, even though I'm saying hypothetically, there's that that is a real possibility that Will Fuller will play only six games due to his in injury history. You gave me a half-assed running back who's not as nowhere near as talented as Carlos Hyde. I don't think Watson would be in a position where he would say, you know what? I want to go back to Houston. And John, let me just say this. 
if the Texans and Watson do not come to a contract extension this offseason, all bets are on the table. My, my take on that is just like this. There's no reason to think about changing if Watson is around. Uh, you build through the draft, right? We have seen Antonio Brown was a six-round pick, and I know he's one of the but one in a million, a, but a generational but, player. I mean, but, and I, and I, well, I know, and like I said, I know he's one in a million, but you can build throughout the draft with receivers, and you can build in free agency. There are a lot of receivers that won't get prime diva money, right? But the only thing is, you will not rebuild if he's still around. If he's already signed that deal. If you go out and have a four and twelve, five and five and eleven, six and ten, seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven season, there's no reason for you to rebuild. There's just a reason for you to get back in the in the in the in the, in the blue house, right? The war the war room. Look at your front office. Look at your organization. Who needs to go? Who needs to stay? Who needs to be removed from power? And you go from there. There's no reason to rebuild if Washington's around. If Washington leaves, and of course you're going to be like any other NFL team, you are going to rebuild. And it's going to take you some time. That'll be the issue. The time that it'll take to rebuild for a generational talent like DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Johnson, and now DeAndre Watson, uh, Andre, I'm sorry, uh, Deshaun Watson, you're going to be sick. But once again, that's only if Deshaun Watson signs a contract this offseason. If he is not happy in Houston, let's say if they, I'm talking about if they go 4-12, and 12, I highly doubt he's he's going to want to return next season. <laughs> but like I said, there is no way in hell I believe that this is going to happen. I mean, it would take injuries, bad luck, bad relationships, and every type of bad ingredients you can think of to get the Texans to fall as low as four and twelve or or, or two and fourteen. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. I do believe Deshaun Watson is here for a long run. Uh, all that that I just said, hey knock on wood to make sure that it do not happen it just made for a fun conversation guys before we get out of here and once again just like every friday thank you for tuning in the nfl will commit to 250 million dollars over the next 10 years to fund a combat system systematic racism and support the battle against injustice faced by african americans um, and additionally the league is willing to work with former nfl quarterback Colin Kaepernick on social justice uh, incentives. We know that not only has the Houston Texans, but some players showing up to the march and rally protests and the funerals, not only have they been a little bit more active with the tragic countless, I don't know how many times are we going to say this, but the countless tragic murder of George Floyd, but the entire NFL and world has, you know, it seems like everybody is fed up. And the NFL taking a step in a direction that they feel is right, pledging $250 million over, over the next uh, 10 years to combat what they feel like needs to be combated, along with the Houston Texans here in town with Janice McNair and the McNair family having a roundtable discussion about what they can do to change uh, oppression and things of, of that nature with former Texans Travis Johnson. I like to say this, that I hope the taking the step in what you feel is right, uh, not what's going to help you out with your bottom line, but just what is right is what we need to continue to have. And I'm, and I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see the, what the NFL feels is progressive. 
and hopefully it continues. I'm John Some Sports Guy Hickman. You can follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy at all times. You know, I'm having fun on there. I think I'm gonna make another Twitter page, but until now, two Y's at the end, Some Sports Guy. And hopefully you checked out the Locked On Podcast Network Roundtable where we had an opportunity as African-American male host by I, by Cody and I, along with Keith Pompey, Tony Wiggins, and, and others, had an opportunity to talk about what, what we face in this, in this country since we were born. And I was shocked at how young we were compared to the ages of everybody else. But I had a phenomenal time. And, you know, I enjoyed myself. And I'm happy that Mr. Locke gave us that opportunity. Yes, sir. I'm happy as well. And please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And no, ladies and gentlemen, I am not sitting here saying that that Deshaun Watson is going to leave, nor do I believe he is, do he wants to leave. I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, once again, I got to put all these disclaimers out because I don't want to get attacked by the Texans fan base. If the Texans fall dramatically to let's say four and 12 two and 14 might be a possibility where he might depart guys do not hurt yourself trying to overly please your woman because you saw the ps5 date was released for later this year and you saw some of those games miles morales will be superman on this ps5 don't overly do it but enjoy your weekend we'll see you guys monday peace Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.